Good morning, Lansing. It's Saturday, and the time is 11.06. The pet experts are in the building, and it's time for the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show on more compelling talk radio, 1320 WILS. Now, your hosts, Lee Cohen and Rick Preuss. Welcome, pet keepers, to this week's MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. I'm your host, Lee Cohen, and coming to you direct live from the Global Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida, it's Rick Proust. Welcome to the show, Rick. Lee, how you doing, man? It's nice down here. I bet it is. I'm jealous as all get out, uh, but it's a huge show. I know you guys go every year, and how far how far has it gone to meeting your expectations this year? That's great. Um, I feel privileged. The reality is, is that I'm in a building that's just enormous, and there's exhibitors from all around the world, um, fish. Recently representative. It's not the most uh, ambitious, but it's a, it's a lot of dog and cat products, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, uh, and then, but even fish has a reasonable amount, uh, probably half a football field's area, just with fish related items. Uh, they actually have what's called the aquatic lounge, where it has multiple tanks set up that just display down here in uh, Florida. Uh, there's a lot of either fish farms or fish importers, and uh, they have on exhibit their, some of their nicest fish, and you can go around this lounge, and there's probably 80 to 100 tanks set up that we can look at just to see all the different tropical fish that are basically from all around the world. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's been cool. It's been fun. And what I really love about it is uh, the social event. Um, I've been in the industry for a long, long time. I do look for new products, uh, but more importantly, I get to just have conversations with these manufacturers and import distributors and, and, uh, you know, build stronger relationships so that we can actually better serve the public. Well, I can imagine so, because you've been in the industry for a long time and have built up a solid reputation. And frankly, there's a lot of people who probably love the idea of being able to meet people like you from around the country and go back and forth in terms of input and suggestions, because how often do you get a chance to actually talk to the person who sells it to the end user? It's great information yeah. for a company. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I do feel privileged when I'm here. Um, I seem to get extra special attention because I've been doing this for well over 40 years. Uh, but more importantly, there's characters around here that have been doing it longer than I, and I get the chance to kind of connect with them. Or there's new companies. Um, one of the guests today, uh, they're from Korea. And they don't even have the product available here in the United States. They're trying to find distribution. But the product was so unique and so cool. has to do with cats. That's what I'll tell you. You'll want to listen in. But, um, you know, I had to get them on the radio because I just felt um, felt the need. You know, it, just, it seemed like the perfect product to just tell everybody about. Wow. Um, and then we also have, uh, we have, you remember uh, Dr. Colmery. Um, and uh, his recommendations for specific dental care items, especially those with the appropriate seal of kind of the 
independent dental community, uh, like this is a safe product for your dog's teeth. And yes, you should consider feeding that. Well, we tracked down the very product that uh, Dr. Comerly recommended. And the owner happens to be kind of one of these, you know, very creative, genius type, comes up with all kinds of inventions. And this is one of the best products that he's probably ever come up with. Well, and that product is Yummy Combs. And you've got to look for the purple package in order to get it. But uh, it's, it, it's a fine product. And Rick, the third guest that we've got on are a couple of characters. Uh, yeah, brothers. Brothers. <laughs> Andy and Rick Biro, and oh, excuse me, Barrow. It's, it's they our, they yell. Yeah, they'll remind you, it's Barrow. It's Barrow. But uh, we're going to talk with them about fish and fish food. So it's a great show that we've got coming live from the Global Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida, this week on the Mid Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show here on thirteen twenty. W-I-L-S. Hey, got some ideas for a show? Questions? Maybe suggestions? Just email us, mmpets at 1320wils.com or message us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash mmpets. Welcome back to the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show on 1320 WILS. Here are your hosts, Rick Bruce and Lee Cohen. We're back here with the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. And Rick, we have with us uh, down at the Global Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida, Florida, a first-time guest. His name is Joe Ratley, and he is the CEO, the inventor, and frankly, probably everything else inside the company for Yummy Combs. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, welcome. And Rick, I'm sorry to bring you in out. I'm sure you were just sitting out in the sun, enjoying the beautiful weather in sunny Orlando, but you tracked down Joe. And what was your reason for tracking him down? Well, it all has to do with uh, 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 dental expert uh, Dr. Comory uh, mentioned last show that he did uh, and the show before, and maybe even the show before, how fantastic this product was. And if it comes endorsed by Dr. Comery, I'm like, we've got to get the story. Uh, so I thought, if nothing else, I'd be doing a service to all of our listeners to, you know, and the teeth of their dogs uh, to to get him on board. So I and and I found just in the few bits uh, of time talking to him down here that he has quite a story. So. Uh, I just thought, why why spend time talking at the booth when I can talk to all our friends as well? Absolutely. Well, Joe, let's begin the conversation. Can you explain to our listeners what yummy yummy combs are and why did you come up with the idea and what's the story since you came up with the idea? Well, thank you. Uh, what we think of as an umbrella for our company is what we're trying to do for pets, especially dogs and cats, is nourish their optimal wellness, and that includes quite a few things. We really have a shape that is revolutionary in the pet treat industry. It is actually, I describe it as a hybrid between a hockey puck and a bee's nest, if you can imagine that. So it's (laughs) wide and flat, and that is made that way so the dog cannot gulp it. we got some technical aspects that go with that, but it is revolutionary in dental care, too. Uh, We are the first company to have a treat that actually does, in fact, floss 360 degrees around the tooth just by the dog chewing on it. Uh, That beehive that I mentioned, 
the entire inner surface of it is kind of like beehives. There's hexagonal uh, pockets, and the dog's teeth fall down in there, and then the rim of those pockets uh, actually floss the teeth. And we do have the VOHC, the Veterinary Oral Health Council, seal of acceptance that it, in fact, does uh, reduce tartar on the teeth. Uh, so not let us there for a starting point. Well, maybe I should say it also has eight patents existing, two more pending, and four of those relate to uh, safety issues. I mentioned the wide and flat, but it also dissolves very rapidly compared to others. So there's a chunk that does get lodged in the throat. It will dissolve uh, quickly. In fact, we have data that shows it dissolves 12 times faster than the average against which we compete. Wow. So give us a shared idea why that that's particularly concerning. Well, not many people know that's an excellent question. But 80%, that's four out of every five dogs you run into over the age of three, has gum disease from tartar buildup on the teeth. But only 20% of those people realize that their dog is in pain and suffering. So it's very, very important to get that tartar off of the teeth. And that's basically what Yummy Combs does exceptionally well. In fact, we just talked with the people who do the testing, independent third-party people, uh, this week at the show. And they said that uh, Yummy Combs had one of the highest scores they had seen in terms of taking Carter off a teeth. And, and for what it's worth, for the listening audience, in case you didn't catch our previous show, uh, Dr. Colmery, a well-respected and uh, grandfather of the inter- in, uh, industry of dental care for dogs, uh, a veterinarian that graduated from Michigan State University, actually goes out of the way to specifically highlight not just the Veterinary Oral Health Council seal of approval, but tends to target right back down to yummy combs because of the way they work. And he's the one, you know, I'm... I would normally be a little anxious about anecdotal evidence or, you know, that's what people say. But coming from his words, I really, from his mouth, I really do believe that this is a revolutionary product when it comes to dog dental care. Um, And that's kind of why I wanted to get you on is to just maybe highlight anything I can about it to get people to, if nothing else, change their buying habits. And uh, it's changing my buying habits. It's something that we're going to do is, bring it on in more full, robust fashion at the store and make sure we keep it in stock. And maybe, to be frank, as effective as this seems to be is maybe eliminate some of the other products that we have on the shelf that might be uh, concerning. Talk a little bit about the dissolvability real quickly, about how important that really is. What kind of a issue is created when it isn't as dissolvable as yours? Yes, that's, that's very important because... Everybody talks about dental or something, but who has the proof that it actually works? Uh, Marketing phrases are pretty common, but how do you tell whether a marketing phrase is really worthwhile or not? Well, if you look around, you can find reports that say there's about 200,000 dogs a year that wind up choking on treats and other things. And part of the thing that is is bad is that the part gets stuck in the throat. It doesn't dissolve fast enough that the dog can survive it. We have the data that shows that we dissolve 12 times faster, and that's 
That's a very important thing because in about 10 minutes, our product is starting to soft. In 35 minutes, it's very, very flexible. And we also have an ingredient in it that makes it very, very slippery when it does get wet from water, saliva, gastric juices, any of those. And that makes it much more easy for the dog to cough it up or for it to slide down into the stomach where it can continue to digest and dissolve and not be a big problem. Because if you talk to vets, one of the things that they hate the most is have to uh, see a dog come in that's choking or have a bowel obstruction and have to extract that. That's one of their least favorite jobs. And it's, it's very traumatic for dog, for dog owner, and for the attending vet. So that's very important. I would like to underscore the fact that on the BOHC seal, that is something you can really trust because that's independent third-party testing that shows that that product, in fact, works. Uh, I think anybody that's buying a treat really ought to be looking for that or looking for some way to actually verify that it works because there's a lot of treats out there that say dental on them, and there are some that work. Now, Joe, I have a question regarding the uh, product itself. Are, are there size variations for yes. different breeds of dogs? Because I can imagine that the teeth are a lot bigger on some dogs and a lot smaller on others. Yes, we have been very, very fortunate. We have a close relationship with Dr. Jan Bellows, one of the board-certified vet dentists in the country. And when he saw this product, he got so excited, he says, I'll do you all a favor. I won't charge you a cent for this. Every time I put a dog under anesthesia, I will measure the width of the throat opening of the dogs, and then we can go back and create your product in five weight classes that we have and make the product bigger than the throat opening. So the dog absolutely has to choose it, chew it, before he can swallow anything. Now, it doesn't mean that he couldn't bite a big chunk off and still get it lodged. That's why the dissolving is so important. But we preclude that first just gulping. And my theory is, and I don't have data to support this one, but my theory is if you get the dog to start chewing, they will tend to continue chewing. It's that when they first get it, they just want to gulp it right down, and that's where the dogs get into problems um, much, much easier. And my, my theory is, and this is a guess, is that dogs that come from a large litter are much more prone to be gulpers because they've had to fight from birth yeah, competition. to get their food. <laughs> I could speak that way but from being in a large family myself. Yeah. <laughs> my eating habits are a bit more assertive than the average. So, yeah. Who gets the um, biggest piece of pizza? <laughs> now, now, can can, can but, you but tell me, I don't want to run out of time dogs. before we bring this up, um, tell us about ingredients. What made you choose what ingredients you have, and uh, why are they a good selection for what we're doing? Yes, another great question. We have just recently completed a study, and I knew this when I started, kind of, sort of, but I didn't have analytical data to support it, but I do now. We have tested against 15 competing dental products uh, on protein and starch in particular, some others, but the protein and starch are the big ones. And I have to say that 60% of dogs today that are over age 2 are overweight. And that's because we're stuffing them full of starch. So I would encourage everyone to look for packages that have a high protein content because the protein and starch content are inverse. So it's like a seesaw on the playground. 
if you put more weight on the one side, say that's protein, then the starch content goes down. But if you've got a lot of starch, the protein's going down. So if you see low protein, and I would call low protein anything less than what a good dog food would have in protein. So that's generally in the category of 26 to 30%. So we're sitting right now with protein at 47%. The average for these other 15 products is 14%, the average. So we're several times higher in protein. On the starch side, we're at 6.2% starch. Those other 15 companies are at over 40% starch. And when you get that much starch in it, you're going to get fat dogs. And then that's why we have 60% of dogs being overweight today. Well, we have some other things that we do that not everybody else does. We have 12 ingredients in yummy combs that are for wellness alone. There's things like cochine and uh, joint health and whole series of those. And it's also a complete and balanced tree. And the reason that is important is because if you have a dog food that's complete and balanced and you put a treat in it that's not, you can actually upset the treat in terms or the diet in terms of being complete and balanced that the dog just doesn't have the right nutrients in the right ratios to be a complete and balanced diet. And that is basically a requirement for a good, healthy dog. Joe, where is your company located? Are you manufacturing in the U.S.? Oh, yes, yes. We're a totally U.S. company. We're out of North Kansas City, Missouri. We're about, oh, two miles from downtown Kansas City. We've been in Kansas City uh, doing entrepreneurial things for 25 years. We have had two other products that were huge successes for us in the past. And uh, your listeners probably know both of them fairly well. Uh, one of them was Greenies, and what I learned with Greenies and didn't get implemented there, I have put into Yummy's Combs, and we also had another product called Pill Pockets for killing pets. So both of those came through our system, and we sold them off a number of years ago, and now we came back to address some other issues that we didn't think were being addressed adequately. Now, my question for you is, how do you come up with the ideas for these products? I'm, I'm thinking you knew a beekeeper who had a dog with, an, with a toothache? I mean, <laughs> how do you come up with these designs? Well, I, I've been very fortunate. I'm somewhat of a uh, unique thinker. In fact, uh, you probably all know about Gallup polls, the political polling people. They have a sister company called Gallup Business. And we had a friend that was the manager of that in the Kansas City area. And he kept asking me that I needed to do this. So I finally did it for him. And they calculated that my uh, five strengths in the business arena uh, calculated out at a one in 33 million chance of occurrence, (laughs) which means there's probably 10 like me in in the United States. So what I have tended to do is I think about what issues do I see uh, running around in an industry that I'm interested in. We're, we're really spread broadly because we have a number of companies, and we have one that's called uh, SM Products, and the brand name there is Spider, and it's power tool accessories sold in Lowe's all over the country. But I think about what what's needed out there, and then I try to get real creative and find 
a way to make a differentiated product, something that's different than anybody else is doing it, that it does it better. And uh, that's the basis for this. And the how I came up with this particular one for Yummy Cones, I was thinking about this, and I had the three or four things that I wanted with oral care, safety, good nutrition, and great taste. And I was kind of letting those roll around in my mind. I got an 80-tree fruit orchard, and I was out mowing one day, and I just had this bolt of lightning that if I would combine uh, a hockey puck, and I think you people in Michigan know about hockey much better than we do down here, but a hockey puck and the bees were flying around me, and I said, hockey puck and beehive, that makes perfect sense, right? And so that's what we put together, and that's the basis for the shape that makes the difference for young thumbs. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing that information. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. We've been speaking with uh, Joe Rately, who is the CEO of Yummy Combs. And Rick will be back right after the break on 1320 WILS. Finally, two hosts your pets can relate to. It's Rick Bruce and Lee Cohen on the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show on 1320 WILS. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. It's 9.35 and we're back here with the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show. And we're coming to you live from the Global Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida. And Rick, we have on the line with us a guest, Andy Byro, who's with a company called Extreme Aquatic Foods. And he is the owner, and I'm told his other title is Sir. So welcome to the show, Sir. Thank you very much. And remember, my last name is Biro, not Byro. Biro, I apologize for that. Right. Uh, it's B as in boy, I R O. No, no, no. Everybody does it. You're just now just like everybody else, so no big deal. Well, that's uh, what I've well, been. If told. you just pull the I I out and put an E there, you'd be all set. But <laughs> you just want to confuse everybody, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, w- <laughs> well done. So, Andy, Thank tell you. tell us a little bit about your company. Uh, what makes your aquatic food so extreme? Well, I'll tell you, the, the, the company was originally developed by my brother uh, back probably in 2005-ish. Uh, it, before that, it was a tropical fish food that was out of necessity. He converted his business from an import business mo- mostly to a breeding business, and like any other kind of a farming business, you want to get the, uh, the best, uh, the best uh, product uh, with the least cost so you can keep your costs down. So he, he spent many, many years formulating a, uh, a food that he could feed to his fish that would allow him to get the most number of, of, of uh, fry or product out of a, of a breed. So instead of having 400 uh, pairs, he, he now would only need 200. And then he wanted to have something that that the fish would have their natural color as they came out of Lake Malawi, Lake Tanganyika, and and Lake Victoria. And, and my, both of us went over in 1972 to Africa to set up collecting stations. And uh, we were the first. Uh, we weren't the first to have uh, African cichlids in the U.S., but we were the first to bring them in directly. Most of them were coming in through Germany. So at 29 and 30 years old, or so, no, 22, 23 years old, we started that business. But the, the product was started by my brother, and then I uh, helped him for a few years, and then I bought him out. And then for uh, listeners, uh, just so you know, uh, two things. One, uh, I know both the brothers. They're characters. That's one of the reasons I wanted to get them on the radio. 
I beg your pardon, too. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) <laughs> and, we're and two, uh, uh, they're both here, so we'll be able to talk yeah. to both of them. Um, and I yeah. just find it fascinating, both from a story of of, of how this happened. And, and that information you just gave me, Andy, is new to me. So I'm pretty, yep. I'm impressed already. <laughs> yep. I, uh, in fact, I was the cameraman. Rick, Rick has always been the athletic, uh, you know, dive down in the water without looking first kind of guy. And I've always kind of sat back and taken pictures and described him. And I have rolls and rolls of, of uh, super eight film with no sound of Rick screwing around in Malawi and, and working with Peter Davies kid and all that stuff back there. So it's a, it's a wonderful memory for the both of us as well as uh, having become a business. Now, what I've noticed uh, over the years is uh, your product line. Uh, first, the thing we always noticed was, how ridiculously colorful the fish tend to be when we put them on your diet. And then I would also think it's worth commenting that when you have, as your brother has, you know, acres of fish that you raise, the opportunity to kind of test and kind of prove the product is second to none. Uh, Do you want to comment on that? Well, nothing goes out the door that Rick hasn't really approved. Even though he's not uh, involved in this thing on a day-to-day basis like he was before, um, you know, we're going to the master. When you go to, when you go to somebody like that, I mean, could, I would go to any any good fish person that's been around for 40 or 45 years. They're going to know a lot more about it than than a lab. So when we come up with a new concept, we first we talk about it uh, and. And talking about it with my brother is a difficult thing. He says, mine's going a million miles an hour. I have to bring him back down to earth to talk about something as mundane as a formula. But we talk about it. We find out what, what he thinks it would, how it would could go well. And then he calls his customers, like Bruce, you know, or Dave or somebody else, and calls them and says, okay, this is a product that Stream's thinking about, da 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 We get a go-ahead. Sometimes, most of the time, we get a thumbs down. But the ones he says, go ahead, then we start working with it, producing the formula. Once we have a test batch, we send it to Rick. He and Tony test it out on the farm. They come back and say, yeah, no. If they're not excited and want to know, want more, I know we haven't done a good job. So that's, that's kind of how it goes. We do have everything lab tested before we ship it to stores because of checking it for salmonella and guaranteed analysis. But most of the work actually comes just from uh, – you know, Rick has been doing this so long, he can put his hand on one of the tanks and know that something across the field is in trouble. And that's the kind of uh, expertise you can't buy, you know. Now, Rick. And the other thing to mention, well, well, I want to also mention that uh, it started out when I, you know, pretty much uh, the extreme, and I think it's in reference to extreme amount of color, but the the product was marketed for African cichlids because they're, one, something you guys experienced there on the farm, and two, uh, they're the ones that really tend to, you know, can be just an exceptional looking fish if you have a color enhancement to them because they're already well endowed with color. But you've branched into other areas. You have your food line now carries pretty much the entire tropical fish uh, spectrum uh, from bottom dwellers to tropical fish. If somebody just has a, you know, some regular tropical fish in their living room, you probably have a food product for them. We have uh, we have about 15 SKUs. Three of them are for marine, to cover marine, and the rest of the other 12 cover uh, all the way, from, like you say, from bottom feeders to uh, to top feeders, live bearers, egg layers, uh, Tanganyikan, South America. We just came out with a new uh, formula for discus, uh, 
rams and angelfish a, a, a beef heart flake and we came out with a, a, a brand new formula a so fly which is black soldier fly larvae uh for the people that are concerned about uh, uh the proteins that are coming in uh, out of the sea and they want something that's uh, that's uh what's the word i keep i can't remember what the word is but it's um whatever anyway the, the, it's a black soldier fly larvae so yeah we cover the whole the whole summit, you know, some fish have their, their mouths open at the top, some in the middle, some at the bottom. So we have to have a food that feeds the whole column and all kinds of fish. So, yes, we've done that. Again, uh, with working with Rick or his customers, we've, we've come up with, with the products that work best on those fish. And, Andy, from a uh, duration standpoint, you've been doing this for how many years? I took over. I... I, I <laughs> Rick handed it over to me because Tamla was Tamla owned the company before I owned it. Rick had a partner before that, and then he and he bought out his partner, and Tamla was the owner, his wife. And then I I took it over so they could take it out of their building they have and put a bedroom in so they could sleep there instead of having the smelly stinky food in their office. <laughs> so we brought it up to up to Tallahassee, I mean up to Melbourne where I lived, and put it in my garage. And we worked out of my garage until my neighbors complained about the trucks coming down the street. And the city made me move. So then we bought a warehouse or moved into a warehouse. And then we moved in another warehouse. And it's just grown, grown, grown. So I've been with it since 2007. Okay. And, you know, it's, now it's 2000, uh, 2023. So it's been, a, it's been a long time. How has it changed over that time? Are you seeing more and more people getting into it and concerned? I mean, it, it just it sounds like, as you were describing the foods, that it's gone from here's a one-size-fits-all and you put it in the top of the tank and everybody fights for it to where it sounds like the diets are getting somewhat specialized for uh, the different types of fish. It's following the hobby. The hobby, the hobby ebbs and flows. I think that COVID got a lot of people sticking around their house, houses, and it was just a perfect uh, uh, hobby for somebody that's just sitting at home. And it's 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 not an expensive hobby to get into. Uh, you know, it's not anything like golf or it's more probably like tennis. You know, I mean, it's just something that requires uh, an interest in it. There's a there's a wealth of knowledge. Um, stores like Rick Store. I mean, you know, you can go in there. And, and talk to his people, they're trained people, and they'll guide you through and make sure that you don't start with something you can't, you can't uh, be successful with. And so the hobby's growing. And even though COVID is over and people are out, you know, eating out and enjoying life, most people that stuck with the hobby during the, during the COVID are sticking with it now. So it's on an upswing, and there's a lot of good social media people out there doing their work to, uh, to uh, inform the public. And, you know, we're, Kids are involved in it, which is wonderful. You see these kids coming into the to the uh, local shows and, and seeing what's going on, and they love it. And they learn a little bit of how to take care of an animal and uh, get off their iPhones. And it, it's just the hobby is a great hobby. It's just a, you know, someone told me I don't know if this is true, but they said that 12% of American households, 12% of American households have an aquarium in it. That's 35 million people or house. I mean, that's a lot of frigging tanks. So. It's a big hobby. I'm sure I'm. So, I'm sure I've been such a delight. You'll want me back. So let me give you to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. Hi, Rick. How are hey, you? Rick. Very good. Good. I'm younger, but I, I'm younger, but I'm more handsome. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't speak up to that. We'll we'll talk about that to the side. But uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hey, Rick, thanks. Uh, we're probably going to need to get you on at another time, but really short. Um, tell us about this trade show and what it means to you as far as uh, just meeting with the public and, uh, um, you know, just developing relationships with the customers that you already have and, and the opportunity to pick up others. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm going to be doing when we come. I'm not actually showing fish this time, but you know, I'll be here and people recognize me and regular customers come up and we chat, talk about what their needs are and what they like and everything. And then of course we meet new people that are never heard of us. And you know, that's, that's a part of the great part of the show too. We spend some time with them and, asking for fish, asking for lists, and we're, you know, accommodate them. Rick has just a really fantastic farm. I've visited it. I've watched it. A lot of hard work goes into these farms, and I, not enough can be said about what asset you bring to the industry. I'm exhausted just thinking about my visit there and the amount of effort that you and your workers put in. And, and the yes. results are always great. I, I can't tell enough store owners that, you know, about your place. Yeah. yeah, we do. We, we work hard. Our goal is for every customer that buys a fish from us that they make money on it. That's our goal. And, and so we, we're very careful what we ship. We're very careful what we offer. And we're very careful. You know, we, we won't ship it. If, it's, if it doesn't make me happy, it's not going out my door. Well, and it might make somebody, somebody else might see it and say, that fish is great. What, what's your problem? Right. It doesn't make me happy. It's not going out the door. Well, so, well, to both, well, to both of you, uh, I want to say we are out of time for this, but thank you so much. Uh, we've been yes. talking with both Andy and Rick Bureau, and yes. Rick Proust will be back right after the break on the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show on 1320 okay. WILS. Rumor said the dogs won't chase parked cars. Never met Rick Proust and Lee Cohen. They're back on the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show, 1320 WILS. We're back here at the coming from live from the Global Pet Expo, at least Rick Pruce is. And Rick, you've got with you a lady whose name is Grace Park, and she represents a company called The Little Cat, and they have a product that's called Impact, and she is from Korea. Welcome to the show, Grace. Hi, how are you, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for welcoming me. Well, it's our <laughs> pleasure to have you. This is Lee in the studio in Lansing. And mm-hmm. can you tell our audience what the Impact product is? Okay. What is it intended to do? Yes, this is our new product from Korea. It's really high technology. And then we have um, this round, very... Um, well-designed, like, um, uh, this machine. Like, there's a feeding bowl uh, in, uh, on this machine and uh, this product. And while you're feeding your cat, while you're eat it, uh, your cat is eating or drinking the food, and then this cat uh, will, your cat will uh, stepping on the, in, in the circle. You know, the, the cats have the instinct to get in the circle. So while your cat is stepping on the silver panel, under the panel, uh, there are sensors. So you can, uh, three to five seconds, in three to five seconds, uh, you can collect uh, all the data about your cat. 
for example, it's all about like uh, you can get weight, water, body water, and also BMI and protein and body fat and muscle and also visceral fat and bone, bone mass. Uh, and also all the data will be saved on your app. So every day you can check how your uh, cat condition and body composition changes. And also the ad is providing you about the um, solutions or suggestions. Like, for example, if your cat has, like, a cat is overrated, then um, it will suggest more exercise time or, uh, like, strict diet. Wow, that's fascinating. Rick, uh, <laughs> tell me, when you saw that product, what was your first thought? Uh, unbelievable. I'm, <laughs> I'm working with a very elderly cat right now, George. And, uh, you know, he's gone from having, you know, kind of a healthy stature to being 18 years or older. I think he's actually close to 20 years of age, where we just worry every day about him. And I thought about this product as how helpful this would be not only for George, but for any cat, you know, is my cat, my, is my other cat too heavy? Is it not too heavy? It's a debate within the family. And so this could resolve that debate, if nothing else. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty fascinating. Um, could you tell us, Grace, a little bit about the shape of the, the, the and, and design of it? Because when I was talking to my daughter, she talked to somebody there, and round seemed to be a substantial element to it, the fact that it was this circular uh, platform in a a circular dish. Can you explain a little bit about that? Grace, Rick asked about the importance of the design being a circle uh, Mm -hmm. for the dish. Can you explain why that is? Yes, yes. And as you know, like cats are instinctively drawn to circles. So in-pad utilizes the cat's circling instinct to automatically measure eight body compositions with ease and convenience. So, uh, and also this uh, round um, feeding ball will attract the cat to come inside the circle. And as uh, and also as uh, the cat is uh, see the circle of the light, uh, the it will attract the cat just uh, stepping on the uh, panel, which has sensors in it. Right. Now, Grace, when it comes to uh, these bowls, do, if you've got multiple cats, because a lot of people who have a cat have multiples, do you mm-hmm. need one for each cat? or is Actually, the... yes. Okay. It is removable. It's up to you. Uh, it, it depends on you, I mean, the owner of the cat. Like, it can be replaced with a ceramic bowl or metal bowl. Like, it's removable. So each time when you feed the cat, you can just give them one at a time or, yeah, to measure the body uh, composition, one at a time will be recommended. But you can also uh, change the bowl as many as you want. Okay, so on the app, too, it would be able to distinguish the uh, medical information for separate cats inside a single app. Is that right? Yes, right. Uh, once you are just, uh, you start to use the use our app, actually, uh, you need to set up the profile, but uh, not only one cat, you can set up the profile for like um, length and height, 
and then like some basic elements of uh, uh, features about your cat. Uh, so once you just set up the profile, you just put the like starting weight. But as you know, every cat have different like weight, even the similar, but um, looks similar. But like for example, one of your cat first cat is eleven pound, and second one is like ten pound, and then third one is nine pound. So this machine is like identifying each individuals like as uh, their weight. Okay, so then uh, the, go ahead, Rick. The one, well, one thing I wanted to mention uh, before we ran out of time is in the brochure that I've got here. It does talk a little bit about disease prevention. Can you at least comment about how it can maybe help detect any particular health-related problems other than maybe obesity that it could pick up? Mm-hmm. Right, and also our app is indicating uh, the changes or the uh, when it's collecting the data about uh, the like gaining weight or fat, like mass or protein, all the things like um, it was designed to diagnose about like um, risk of like diabetes or like uh, all other disease like possibilities. So also it can just uh, give you the suggestions of like a better to bring your cat to the doctor or clinic. So it also it's giving you the um, some suggestions or solu- uh, predictable solutions. But uh, in the brochure they're referring to it as a cat body composition monitor. So maybe mm-hmm. and it's by, by the little cat. So mm-hmm. that might help somebody find that information to learn more about it, but I found this to be one of the most fascinating products here, and there's a lot of products here, I can tell you that. Well, I I agree, Rick. Uh, Unfortunately, we're out of time, so Grace, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing the information uh, about the Impact Machine, and we uh, hope to speak with you again. Uh, Thank you so much. Oh, our pleasure. In the meantime, Rick, uh, I hope you get to enjoy the time you have remaining in sunny Florida. On behalf of Bruce Warner and myself here in the studio, uh, we'll talk again next weekend on the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show. In the meantime, I hope you all please, please take good care of your pets and Rick, safe travels home. Hey, got some ideas for a show? Questions? Maybe suggestions? Just email us, mmpets at 1320wils.com or message us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash mmpets. Like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash mmpets. Upload your pet's picture or check out the silly pet photos that we put up there to get you through your day.